Welcome, everybody, to the first episode slash trailer of Whiskey and Fire podcast. I'm Slade Beard. With me is Derek Henley. Derek, how are you? Doing great. Great. So happy to be here. This is a project we've both been excited about for a little while, I guess. Just had to get the the planning, nerve, and everything it takes to do this, I guess. Planning, nerve, a little bit of money, um, expertise that we still don't have. Um, but, uh, but we're learning as we go. We might be careful how much money we say we spent. Cause when they're, when the people say, well, this sounds horrible, they didn't spend much. <laughs> well, we didn't spend much, I guess. <laughs> they won't, <laughs> we didn't spend much. I figure it's like a, it's the same money you spend hunting, golf, whatever, whatever your hobby is. Yeah, that's right. But like I said, it's a project we're excited about. Both kind of had a vision of discussed it a few times and. Finally just said if we don't put a date to it or a plan to it or, like he said, spend money to it, we were never going to get around to it. So here we are giving this thing our first shot. Hope everybody really enjoys it and gets something out of it. I think we both kind of had a vision slash what we expect from this. I don't know if ours are dead on the same, but I think all in all it's it's a lot of, a lot of head in the same direction. Um, for starters, just a little backstory for people who don't know us. Uh, course this kind of ties into the vision for me is uh the two of our wives were friends since what they were newborns. <laughs> almost I, I the story i've heard is that they've <laughs> been best friends since they were in the second grade so being that we're middle-aged that's they've been friends for a long time they have been they have been and i guess eventually they finally got the chance to get us both together and i think i can tie to that a little bit to what my vision here for this thing is I, when you're a dad or a, a husband whatever you get put in a lot of meeting other husbands <laughs> slash dads, wouldn't you yeah, say that? Yeah, for Derek? sure. And typically, it's um, it's torture just thinking about it, right? But then it's worse, <laughs> like in real life when you're going through it, typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're leading up to it and doing it is the worst part. And then how it turns out is kind of what ends it. So was it good? Did you could you stand the guy? Or was your, did you get back in the car and go, we're never... Going out yeah. with that couple again. And think about the pressure for you and me, right? Because like we, we've we known each other just a few years now, right? But our wives, um, they're best friends for forever. <laughs> and so it's kind of like this has to work, right? Because if this doesn't work, um, they're not going to, they're not going to divorce each other, right? So, so where does that leave us? So we were kind of, we were on the hook. This had to work, right? I mean, we would have just wrecked a lifelong friendship. I really don't know if it's that big of a deal. <laughs> Sounds or a, a, or a couple of marriages. <laughs> Sounds pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, yeah. It could have went bad, but I think my my vision of kind of how that all works together is is those the times you do get to meet that other guy and it works out good, or it's somebody you see at a sporting event every. That's the only time you know it might be our kids are on the same team. Yep. You have that little dad interaction, and most dads can find some sort of common ground. Exactly, and and it's it's an opportunity for that to happen for the guys out there on a convenient basis. I don't know if every guy enjoys that, but I enjoy it. I mean, it's nice to have that little bump in, run across some stuff, you know, grab about things you both agree to, and then go on about your life. And as you, as you you get more family and more events, that happens less and less. Yeah, it's true. And, and frankly, as you get older, I think people our age know this, but it's, it's kind of harder to, to find and make friends, right? When you're a kid, you're just kind of fast friends right away and um, you never look back. But at, at our age, I mean, it's hard to meet people that 
for me, I'll speak for myself, Slade. I know you're, you're, you may be different, but for me, it's kind of hard to find people I want to be around, to be honest. I mean, for an extended period of time, not for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, but for someone that I really want to spend time around, it's difficult, right? Because I think we're all kind of uh, set in our ways at this point in our lives. And it's just, it's difficult to do that. Yes. And very much when you bring a couple into it and, and we've even had the ones and I feel bad when it happens, but you do it, you're both heading to the car and, and you know, you're ready to go, Hey, they were pretty cool. I like them. And before you can do that, your spouse is like, that will never <laughs> happen again. And you're like, Oh, Oh, I, I thought we had, I thought we'd finally found a yeah, good one. I think I'm usually that spouse. That's like, Oh God, this, well, we're not doing that again. Do not put me back in that position. You know, that kind of deal. So you're saying your wife's nervous pretty much the entire time of the event, just waiting for you, waiting, waiting to hear you say that is not going to yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. She's used to it. Well, I hope what I, what I, what my vision is for this is I hope it, it gives the dads, husbands, what, what have you, a, a chance to have that little interaction on, on in a convenient time more than just when it's planned, you know, whether it be the ride to work while you're working, you know, whenever you have a chance. I think we all sort of enjoy that. And this also gives you that chance to, there's no, no risk, no worry, no ties to it. Just hopefully we come out somewhat entertaining and not just terrible. I mean, it's, it's going to go one of two ways. So hopefully it's somewhat entertaining. If nothing else, would you it'll say be, that it'll be entertaining to you and me? Yeah. Or as our wife's laugh, laugh at us. Yeah, one of that the two. Would you say that you have any other, any different view for that? Or would you say yeah. our views are I mean, on our point? Our views are, are on point. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's probably important to mention, I mean, we call it whiskey and fire, right? So um, one of the things that you and I have uh, spent a lot of time doing since we've known each other is finding ourselves outside, starting a fire and drinking whiskey, right? Typically whiskey for you, bourbon for me, but all the same. We're, I mean, that's kind of the best, that's the best part, right? You and I get together, we talk about life, we drink whiskey and there's a fire and we're throwing logs on. So, um, we, we kind of wanted to figure out a way to, to continue to do that sort of more often than we can. Right. And, and this is, this is our way to do that. Uh, so we'll, you know, drink some whiskey at, at times and, and talk about, you know, smoked meat, grilled foods and fires and, and, and the things that, that you and I talk about. True. And to add a little perspective for the people who don't, who, who are following this and don't know us. We, we we're friends, like we said, but we live nowhere near each other. So this isn't something that we can do on a weekend basis. I live in Hallsville, Texas, uh, Derek, you're in Wiley. So we're looking at a two hour trip to see each other. And when you have a family and kids, that's, there's no way that's going to happen. No, that's way. right. And so Hallsville, I, I'm going to guess you call yourself East Texan, right? Like you're in East Texas. I mean, I don't call myself that. That's what I yeah. am. Well, so I'm, you know, I'm from Houston, but I'm living in da- in the Dallas area now, which is kind of hard for me because I'm from Houston, right? But Wiley is, is just to the east of, of Dallas. So, yeah, it's a couple hours to get out to you guys. I mean, is I guess never being a big city person, I don't see living in Houston or Dallas as being either different. They're both terrible. Um, yeah, you know what? It's kind of hard to argue with that. It is, but I spent some time in Mississippi. And so I think I appreciated, um, just being in Texas, right. Just being in Texas, even if it's in a big city, I appreciated it more after spending three years in Mississippi. So you're saying living in a big city of Texas is still better living than in the woods of Mississippi. Yes, by a lot, but living in the woods in Texas is just like, I mean, that's the dream, right? 
it is the dream. It is the dream. And as you, you said, you've gotten outside of Dallas, so you're you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm never going to want to be like actually in the city. I'll commute into work and things like that, but I don't want to be in the city. So we always find ourselves kind of outside the city wherever we are, um, just because we kind of like a little bit of extra space and that kind of deal. So so that's what we always choose to do. Y'all, y'all are never going to own a flat in Daz- Dallas or whatever that is. I don't really know what that is. I've just heard it on TV. Shows. I don't know. I think that you're maybe talking about Europe. I don't think there's a flat in Dallas. Not that I know of. Yeah, I'm I'm from East East Texas. I'm uneducated. Yeah. Who so knows? Let's, let's not get into that too far. Well, one thing we're going to try to do each each episode here is is at least the whiskey part of it. Um, I don't know if it's really going to do any benefit for us to start a fire or cook something in front of everybody, but at least pop the top on a bottle, have a drink while we're finishing out this conversation, and and share our thoughts on what it is. And um, so the little story on that too kind of a two-part, I guess. One, just to start off, there's plenty of people out there that do a connoisseur-type podcast about whiskey. Let's never think that's what this is going to be because that has never been me and will never be me. So we may one week have an $11 bottle. We may get a loan at a bank and bring a $60 bottle. I don't know. We'll figure something out each time, but just want to have the chance to enjoy that, share what we like, share what we don't like, and and share that with everybody at some point. Um, So for this week, we're actually... I'm going to be doing the same thing this week. There's a whiskey that we both like from a little distillery in Fort Worth called TX. I don't know if everyone's heard of it. If you haven't, get there. We're not sponsored by them, but it's delicious. Um, and if you go take a tour or go to one of their events there, they sell experimental bottles. So the one we're looking at today is the Texas Straight Bourbon Whiskey Double Oak. The horrible thing about the experimental bottles, Derek, is if you like it, you'll never get it again. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And, um, that, that, that's, <laughs> you know, the last one that I had, that's, de- that's, I drank it all. And I, I really went into it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to drink that. And then I thought, you know what? I have to try it. Right. So I tried it and that was it. It was, I mean, it was gone after that. Yeah. That's kind of what I did. I think I bought two of the last one. They had a straight rye or something offering. And I think I bought two of them thinking, well, I'll have a little extra. It didn't really pan out that way, but and, and the last time we went, I asked him, you know, well, this, is there a chance this will go into production? And the woman pretty much told me yeah. no. So, and so I guess it's the risk of trying these. This models. experimental series that they do, it's changing, what, every couple of months? Or do you know? I haven't figured that okay. out yet. But they only sell it at the distillery, I think, right? Yeah, you have to be there to right. get it. You can't order it or anything like that. And then there's like a limit of how many you can get each time. So, and this is a, it's almost like they're not even taking a vote. They're not even caring how much it's sold. They're just like, well, we did that. It's over. Yeah. Now this is a smaller bottle. I don't know how big it is, but roughly how much was this? 35 bucks? Uh, it's 25 or 29 okay. or something. So call like it $30. That. I'm not going to, we, we won't claim that TX is the cheap, cheap whiskey. Yeah. Right? So. If, if you're trying to afford to go there all the time, no, this isn't the one to get. But I think you have to treat yourself. Yeah, sometime. for sure. And we'll we'll so, definitely do the cheap stuff. That's kind of my normal deal. But uh, from time to time, I think we'll do some more expensive stuff. So it'll all it'll all average out. And and reading this one, I mean, they they put you, since it's experimental bottle, they tell you what the what the nose and taste should be. Which I'm going to be honest with you, I don't normally get most of these. It's more I don't either lock it or don't. I don't even know what that means. It has the aroma of campfire smoke. It has the aroma of campfire smoke, grilled peach, toasted oak, and caramel combined with the notes of mesquite smoke, 
which I'm going to be honest, if you put all that, that sounds like it would be together. I don't want a, I don't want smoke and peach together. What's the, what's the next part? Maple glaze. Oh, oh, maple (laughs) glaze and brown sugar that carries through the palate. Gets worse. So you're going to taste a smoky maple peach. That sounds terrible. Uh, Let's just go ahead and pop this open and see how many of these notes we don't taste. Hopefully that sound's getting picked up so nobody thinks we're lying. I heard yours. Smell. Smells like whiskey. Smells like a good, it does smell like a good one. It doesn't smell like I'm just smelling turpentine or anything like that. It does smell good. Let's see. You know what? I ran my mouth too soon. You literally can get, there's a few something, there's something sweet in there to it. Um, I'm not going to say it's a mesquite smoked peach. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely mesquite smoked. I can, I can definitely taste that. It's smooth. Um, and there's something fruity, right? It's, I wouldn't know if it was a peach or not, but it does have a little bit of a sweetness to it. It's awesome, really. Yeah, it does. It's good. <clears throat> no, that's a good one. Well, enjoy it. You'll never yeah, have it again. You may hear me pour some more in a bit. Hey, go right ahead. That's part of this deal. Well, I mean, like I said, we this is just our vision for this podcast. I hope everybody enjoys it. We kind of wanted to get it going earlier, but with the holidays, you know, there was no way to get this started. So we kind of set a goal of the first of 24 and... Here we are recording this, The what is this, the first week of January? Hopefully it gets gets out there quick. We also don't know what we're doing on the post part, so we'll figure that out as well. But um, that being said, Derek, did, would you say y'all had a good holiday since we kind of didn't get to talk much during yeah, the holidays? Yeah, it was good. You know, um, at our age, so Christmas is good because, well, we get time off from work, right? So that's the best part. Um, and then we're going to get to spend time with good. family. Mostly, you, you know, it's family you want to see and spend time with, so that's good. Uh, but there's also sort of this element of, hey, we got through this, right? We made it. And so, uh, you know, it's expensive. There's a lot of work. My house turns into a winter wonderland, like inside and out. And so there's a lot of work that goes into there's, that. There's no way you beat There's no way you beat me, but I'm going to let you go. <laughs> you know, we may have to post pictures at some point on the website and let people decide. But uh, Leah, you know, my wife just goes all out. And so we have multiple closets in the house that are full of Christmas stuff and, you know, wreaths and just lights and the whole deal. So I have to unload all that stuff. It's up and down the stairs, all of that kind of things, all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of work, uh, but it's great. Uh, we really enjoyed it and, um, you know, looking forward to it again next year. How about you? Pretty much the same thing. I mean, mine's in the attic, so, I mean, I don't get near as easy a trip. So I would, I would say right there, I've already beat you because mine's hard <laughs> to get to, but I do want to say me and me and Jenny counted one time and it was like 19 or 20 totes that are in the attic. So it's, it's absurd. It's, hmm. it's absurd. Well, I think we can all agree. But no, it was a good. It was a good holiday. We we had our challenges during the holiday, but I mean, and I won't get into all that. But it was it was good, and I'm excited about the new year, not just because of the podcast. Hope, hopefully, hopefully this goes well. But I think there's going to be some other good things coming in in 24. So it was good. Um, excited about the new year, Derek. Are you a a New Year's resolution person? No, no, not at all. Um, I. I knew the answer to that as soon as I asked it, but I felt like I had to. I think you're it. not either, right? I would, I would hope. Well, I really? am, and and I've got a record. Go, well, I've, I'm a, I've got a record. I've been doing the same one for the past five years. So this year, I should lose weight. I mean, you would think that you would think that many years, you'd probably figure it out, but I haven't yet. But no, that's that's it's always that lose weight. Especially, it's terrible after the holidays. I mean, you eat bad for like two months. So. It's a terrible time, and 
you know, it would have been easier five years ago because that's one thing is it gets more and more difficult to lose weight the older you get to. So uh, good luck. It, it does. And, and, and I noticed too, that the extra weight also affects you a lot more as you get older. I mean, it doesn't, your body is less forgiving to pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I would say the saying goes, you spend the first 40 years of your life living and the next 40 trying to survive. And I, when you're younger, you're like, whatever. But as you get older, I think that's true, right? It's more and more difficult. It does. It does feel like I don't. And I really didn't. You know, I, I wanted to be one of those optimists. Like, oh, I'm going to make 40 look a little bit better. No, I would say the day that I turned 40, my body immediately started giving up. I don't I don't know why. I know. I don't know. I don't know how your body knows that, but it knows it that yeah, day. It really does. It's it's torture. And, you know, in your mind, you, your mind is there, right? Your mind knows this body's just going to keep getting worse. So it's. It's not. Uh, it's not a great feeling for sure. It's. It's not a great feeling. You kind of, and, and that kind of makes the whole New Year's resolution for me feel more hopeless. Like I'll <laughs> probably lose nothing this time. This is why I don't have. <laughs> I'll one. gain weight. I'll gain weight during yeah, this. Yeah, I one. just don't have. Them. Well, you don't set goals. You can't yeah, fail. That's the point, right? I learned that a long time ago. I like to win. So I mean, you know, you, you don't want to set goals. Well, you can't win. You, you can't fail if you never try. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Well, no, I mean, that's, I think, I think that's, that's a good vision and a good example of what we're looking to do this year. Like I said, we just want to give the dads out there and, and I don't want to strictly suggest the dads. There may be mothers, wives, anybody who enjoys us. I think life affects most of us the same way. I just, I know the vision and what kind of stirred the interest for me. So I hope everybody listening to get something out of this, enjoys it. Um, stick with us for a while. I'm sure it'll be bumpy for a while. Neither one of us really know what we're doing, um, but but I think in the end we can come up with something that hopefully everybody can enjoy and we can get a little feedback. Um, we are on social media. I don't, I don't have all those lists ready to give to you yet. We have a website, whiskey-fire.com. Should be able to find that our social media is on there too. We really like to hear from people. I'd like to hear from other dads, hear you know topic ideas, things they'd like to hear talk about. We'd be more welcome to have guests on the show. I mean, I want this to be an interactive people thing for people who listen, not just something – Something everybody just listens to and goes on about their day. I'd love to get some intake from other people. Yeah, exactly. And 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 just hear what hear what other dads think about. I think that's exactly right. And and having you know guests that are listeners is going to be pretty awesome. So for anybody that's interested, uh, you can you certainly reach us through social media on the website whiskey-fire.com. Um, you can actually uh, send us uh, direct emails from the website. So if you're interested in doing that, if you want to talk with us, that'd be great. Just let us know. All right. Well, until we're able to uh, to get this thing going again, I, I, and to add to that, I don't know when that'll be, but we're hoping to start out with a you know at least a couple a month or something like that. So, until we get a chance to talk to y'all again, God bless and everybody have a wonderful day, night, evening, whatever it is for you. <laughs>